Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. It's been such a blessing for Christy and I to share with you the new things that we've been learning about emotional and spiritual growth in your personality type. Christy, it's been fun as we've been having opportunities to teach on this and speak in churches. And this is like your favorite thing. I do. I love to meet you, those of you that are committed to growing, to be healthier and whole in Christ. We love hearing from you. We get encouraged reading your reviews when you submit a review or when we get to meet you out speaking. It's just a joy to share what God's been teaching us. And recently we heard from one of you, a leader who would have been thinking he was an Enneagram 3, the achiever, because that's what somebody had told him. And so he'd been living that way for a while with that sort of a mindset. And then when he took our new Enneagram and Emotions Assessment, uh, which by the way is free, it's online at soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram. So he took this uh, Emotions and Enneagram Assessment and he scored 100% on the one and much lower on the three. And so then he, he read the, the results that came back as part of that assessment. We give you some free feedback immediately. And he went through that and he goes, this fits. Now I understand why the Enneagram is so helpful. And then he told his wife about it. And she says, well, I never thought you were a three anyway. And he's like, oh, wow, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> well, you know, mistyping is actually common. And it's something that actually can be a part of our finding our type. Sometimes we have to work with some type that maybe we would rather be or is more appealing to us before we're really ready to finally see the truth about ourselves. And the Enneagram gives us a lot of truth about ourselves, but sometimes we feel more comfortable with a lie. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today is we talk about the emotional alarm for each Enneagram type. Yeah, sometimes we need to remind ourselves, uh, Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Uh, He's talking primarily about the truth of who he is, that he's the way, the truth, and the life, and who he is to us in our life uh, and our relationships and in our identity, how we can become our new self in Christ. But embedded in that is the danger of believing lies about ourselves and shrinking back from uh, truths. Uh, David prays in Psalm 51 for the Lord to um, show him and develop in him truth in his inner parts. And th- th- some of those inner truths are are difficult. Well, the truth hurts, right? I mean, there are sometimes it, it, it can be painful. I always remind myself, as long as I'm with Jesus and receiving his mercy and grace and reaching out to somebody safe who gives me empathy, I will come to know the truth is my friend. And once I come to understand something about myself, certainly as I understand more the fullness about who Jesus is, who God is to me, then that sets me free. Sets me free to live in love, uh, live in grace, live in uh, righteousness. Well, I've seen you do that. I've seen the power of that. And I appreciate it because I learned from it. I get inspired from it. And yet sometimes I still can find myself shrinking back from the truth about my personality because it is so exposing and I can, it can trigger shame in me. 
So I want to ask you about the emotional alarm and have you explain that. But first, we just want to remind all of you who are listening that if you go to soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram, you can learn all about our Enneagram resources, starting with our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, Growing Emotionally and Spiritually Through the Enneagram. Uh, you can get the link to the free Enneagram and Emotions Assessment. You will love that. This is really a top-notch assessment. We work really hard on this. Every question is helping you understand your personality through your emotions. You'll get a printout back for all nine types in your scores and give you a different look into your personality because this is what we've done with our book, with the, the video course, Enneagram and Emotions, is we've given you a fresh take on the Enneagram that has not been done. It's really looking at our emotional health and the, the emotions of anger, shame, anxiety, and sadness in all nine of the personality types. And then as we understand our personality through our emotions, growing closer to Jesus, growing in truth, growing in grace, growing to be more like Jesus. So that's soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram. And you'll also see the bonuses you can get by pre-ordering the book before it comes out September 5th, 2023. And I realize some of you are listening to this after that date. And you'll still want to go to that page because you'll see all of the opportunities there. So one of the things that we write about in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, and also talk about in the Neagram and Emotions course is this concept of that there is an emotional alarm for each type, and it's different for each type. And the emotional alarm is something that when we learn what the emotional alarm is for our type, it can be a real help because it it identifies when we have bought the lie of the enemy that we are most vulnerable to according to our Enneagram type. And it's, it's actually just incredibly amazing how accurate these emotional alarms, these lies are targeted and really fit with our personality. Yeah, we did a lot of study on this to, and then to make it simple, a lot of work in mm -hmm. how we articulated it, a lot of study, not just of Enneagram books, but of, of ourselves and of other people, uh, a lot of hours in the pool of pain with people, previously as therapists, currently as coaches, uh, and our whole team of spiritual directors and coaches as we've been learning better how to help people according to their Enneagram type. And the thing about this, it's a lot like our book, uh, Journey of the Soul, a practical guide to emotional and spiritual growth. And that one, we were looking at the stages of faith. But in both these two books, we have different models that help us to customize emotional and spiritual growth to the person. Uh, with Journey of the Soul, is to this, the stage of faith that we're in, because the Christ stages, that's Christ is the acronym. The stage of faith is different, and the needs and challenges are different in those stages. The soul care practices will be helpful is different. It's the same thing with our personality types. We are different personalities, and when we understand that, it helps us see the different path that's going to be most helpful to us for growing spiritually and emotionally. Because Jesus made us different and unique, and our discipleship to him looks different based on these things. So yeah, knowing my emotional alarm helps me to wake up to when I've bought the lie of the enemy about my personality. Yeah. So uh, before we go into that more, we're going to illustrate this uh, for you who are listening, but let's make sure we get across the concept because I think we still, even though we, we've uh, talked about this some in recent podcasts, we just want to make sure that everybody listening understands that 
the way we're dealing with personality is different than the way we tend to think about it in our world today. We like to think about personality as a positive thing and a fun thing and just get to know each other's differences and celebrate that so that we can get along better and in our preferences and, and all that is good, but it's limited. And so a psychological view of personality really looks at the unconscious processes, the places that we get stuck, our pain points, our root sins, our defense mechanisms, the ways that we hide, our brokenness and dysfunction and roles that we get stuck in. And, and actually that stuff is a lot of what personality is. It's a lot of unconscious stuff that knocks us out of God's kingdom, knocks us out of being attuned to the presence of Jesus with us. And the Enneagram really helps us come to understand and expose those parts of our personality because is the Enneagram is, is really helpful for showing us those unconscious things from a psychological perspective, but also these are ways that we can depend upon ourselves instead of on God. And so they also are major inhibitors to our relationship with Christ and our growth in him. Yeah, and this is how we're using the Enneagram. The Enneagram is just a tool, and it's a tool to help us understand how we are unconsciously, unintentionally disconnecting from God's loving presence. In given moments of time, we slide into a mode of, of being that is not in tune with God's grace. And so we want to wake up to that. And so the emotional alarm helps us to wake up to, oh, I'm sliding into my rut again. I'm sliding in sliding down into my unhealthy personality pattern. So yesterday I missed my emotional alarm. I was I fell into it. I felt the need to please. People pleasing is the emotional alarm for the Negram two, which I am a two. I fell into the pressure of that and denying my needs and not wanting to have any needs and thinking I needed to please. And the the lie of that for me is if I don't please, I'm not going to be wanted. So I fell into that lie and gave in to the people pleasing. And it didn't go well for me. But I couldn't see any other way. It seemed like it really was the only way that I could get what I wanted. It was the only way that I would be wanted. And this is what you learned early in life, that the way to to connect and to feel wanted and, and loved was to to please somebody, to, to be really considerate of what uh, your family members or your friends needed and wanted, and then to uh, do your best to support that and be helpful and be caring. And the, that helped you feel secure and like you had a place and like you were wanted. And so that's that's been your pattern. And so, um, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but help us understand better. So what was it, help our listeners understand better, what was it that happened that had you sliding into people pleasing and how was it that you you missed hearing the alarm well i missed hearing the alarm because i was so busy trying to feel wanted um and i thought i thought i was loving i thought i was just loving people i wasn't wasn't really aware that i was pleasing because i needed to feel wanted i really thought i was just loving people yeah, and I think what, as we talked about this afterwards, the time, 
uh, yesterday, the conversation didn't go real good. We had some conflict because, uh, as I'll share in a minute, I was in my unhealthy uh, personality type as well. And so we were limited in our ability to give each other empathy and love. And so uh, at the time, what I saw was, as I reflect back on it, as we processed it uh, earlier today, what you said to me is that you were you were feeling bad about yourself and particularly you're feeling bad about your your needs. Yes, I was feeling ashamed that I had needs. And so I was trying to protect you from my needs and I was trying to think that I could move towards you by pleasing you. Yeah, and so that's the sad thing for me is that as we got on the other side of that today and you listened to your emotional alarm and I listen to mine as well, uh, I have empathy for your needs. And the problem was that that wasn't how I was able to hear it yesterday. The way I heard your communication was tapping into uh, my weakness. And uh, as an Enneagram One, uh, a reformer, often called the perfectionist, I was under this sense of obligation and duty and trying to do things right and being over-responsible. And so I felt like I hadn't loved you good enough and I hadn't been uh, who you needed me to be. And so I had my own shame stuff going on there and my own, uh, even more than that, like internal anger that I was holding back from the pressure that I was under so I was spinning in my own stuff and at that time not able to respond to you with with gentleness and with empathy and uh, reacted. Well, basically what happened then was when we were talking about and thinking about the emotional alarms today about knowing we were going to do a podcast on this, it it helped me to think some more about my emotional alarm and how I had fallen into it and not recognized it and how I had believed the lie that it was the only way that I could be wanted. And so then today, when you were going to go on a walk and instead of letting you go on the walk, which would have been people pleasing, I asked you for for what I needed. And I said, well, could we walk together? It could be could we actually drive and get a matcha tea latte and um, drive to the beach and walk and talk down there? Yeah. So we spent the day at the beach, which was wonderful. And you were, you were emotionally honest with me. You, you got into a different place with uh, accepting your needs or at least moving in that direction and trying to. And so you were sharing vulnerably with me and the combination probably of, uh, having some perspective because some time had passed and uh, had a good night's sleep and had more energy. I did my workout this morning, my prayer time and everything. But also you were just more explicit in saying, this is what I feel, this is what I what I need. And so that, that dialed me into uh, responding to you w- with empathy and with grace because you were, you were taking responsibility and you were using language that was in- invitational. But as you were sharing with me, you were still struggling with that sense of as though your needs are a burden, but you were you were fighting off that lie and being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but but this morning, before that, I was pleasing you. I was thinking, well, even though it's a holiday, we need to record a podcast today. And I was just trying to be strong and please you and try not to have any needs today, except to get work work done. And I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. I was like asleep to it. You were asleep to your own emotions, mm-hmm. your, your own needs. Yes. And that's what shame does. I, I think that's what you're illustrating is that that, that that sense of self-rejection was heavy on you. But it was still unconscious. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was heavy on me. It was controlling me, but I wasn't really conscious of it until I began to talk about what I was feeling. Which is how it works when, uh, for you who are listening. A lot of people don't understand this, but it's when we are emotionally honest with someone who is giving us attention and and is curious, interested, has a soft heart, soft eyes towards us, and is listening, uh, and we start talking about our life, about our experience, about our emotions, then the insights start coming, and what was unconscious begins to become conscious. And now, now you have choices, and so you choose to accept the loving presence of God for you through through our conversation, through the beauty of the emotion, through just kind of you talk about it like clearing away all the all the gunk that was getting in your your emotional spiritual eyes. Yeah, it was a way of me being able to agree with God's grace coming through you, and to be able to receive receive love and to really venture on that you did want to know, you did care. So To not agree with the lie that t- you would Tell us more about your self-talk. What, it, what was your inner, your inner thoughts, your inner emotional wrestling, and then the, the positive life-giving choice that you made there to refute that lie that your needs don't matter, the only way you're going to be wanted and loved is if you please, if you help. What was going on inside of you to choose to accept that you were wanted and you were loved? Well, I think one of the things was just thinking about the reality of this theory that we've we've tested. We've been we've been we've been around. Does is this right? Is this true about me? Does this does this help me? Is there another way? What is that way? this way isn't working for me. What is that other way? And one of the things that is that emotional, the way of emotional honesty with God and myself and with, with others. And in this case, the other was you. So I ventured into that. Mm -hmm. Well, I really admire your courage and was very appreciative of your owning of your emotions and your, your stuff there. Uh, that was difficult for you and for me. And uh, yeah, it was a very helpful conversation. I was finding it very easy to listen to you and offer you empathy, felt drawn to you and felt proud of you. And just even now listening to you, Christy, it's like, yeah, you've been living into this model that we've developed and uh, for some time. And so this was helpful to you to have this this concept of the emotional alarm, this uh, this insight, this language to be able to put, put words to this and to see that 
temptation of of the lie and to make a different choice. But it still is hard because I was feeling shame that I hadn't or that I had gotten stuck. Something I, in you felt like you shouldn't shouldn't be stuck. Yes. Like and you the, should have listened to the emotional mm-hmm. alarm. A long time ago. Yeah. Like I've failed. Yeah. Well, I understand that. And it, it's hard to uh, it ends up being the easier way when we when we do it like you did, but it's hard to accept our brokenness. We and and you were one of the things that you were sharing with me is that you were confessing that yeah, there's this pride in you that wants to be self sufficient, want, doesn't want to have these needs. Definitely. And so then that's where the people pleasing comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so on my side, my emotional alarm is listening to feelings of personal obligation where I'm starting to slide into an unhealthy personality believing the lie that I have to be perfect I have to be right I have to be uh, so responsible and uh, it gets me into over functioning and so I was sliding down into that yesterday at the same time that you were sliding into people pleasing and so we, we couldn't be a help to each other. We couldn't really give each other much empathy because cause I, I wasn't in a good place either. And so uh, my internal resentment stuff had taken over and I wasn't listening to my emotional alarm of, of sliding into personal responsibility. I, I was buried in it. Yeah, you were. Although at one point in our conversation, you actually named it, not using these words, but using some other words. And I remember hearing it, and I, I didn't recognize it as your emotional alarm at the time. At the time, I heard it, and I was surprised by it. And I was like, hmm, I, I, that really surprised me. Why would, he, why, would he, why would he feel that? Why would he think that? And then today, when we were thinking about and, and talking about emotional alarms, I was like, oh, that's why. It's so, what? It, it woke me up to understand you better. And it woke me up to have more empathy for you. Well, I appreciate that. Your soft heart towards me is very healing. appreciate your forgiveness for my frustrated reaction when I was trapped in my unhealthy personality and being patient and gentle and forgiving with me. I need that. Well, you're welcome. We both need that. We both get trapped in our personality, and thanks be to God, He He wakes us up. He shows us a better way our our way of trying to get our needs met, our way of seeing the world. It's it's so limited. It keeps us so stuck. Yeah. So thankfully today, I, I woke up to my emotional alarm of personal obligation, and so I didn't give in to any thoughts or temptations that I needed to be super responsible and fix you or something Mm -hmm. like that. But I knew that Jesus is the lover of your soul and he's, he's the Lord and the wonderful counselor and you just needed me to listen. And so I didn't, didn't say a lot. I just listened and felt and prayed silently as I was listening to you. And, And then I shared about my experience and my brokenness and, asked you to listen to me and so there was repair there and so i'm thankful for that yeah so you are listening you have an emotional alarm Mm -hmm. we have nine of these emotional alarms that we've identified one for each 
Enneagram type, and you'll learn about these in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith. Just go to soulsharpening.org slash Enneagram, and there you can learn more about all our Enneagram and Emotions resources and the free bonuses for pre-ordering Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith. So excited for you to get these resources and uh, the, the video course, the Enneagram and Emotions assessment on soulsharpening.org. It'll be so helpful to you. And Jesus, we thank you that you know us so well, so personally, so intimately. Each one of our listeners, Lord, you have empathy, you have love for them. And thank you that they are learning and they're opening up to more awareness of ways they depend upon themselves and their own defense mechanisms that actually shut you out. I ask, Lord, that you would guide them and give them courage to continue this learning, even when it's painful, and to open up to your love, to your grace, to your mercy, and to send them ambassadors of you who they can be emotionally honest with and who can mirror your love and empathy and grace to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, don't miss the chance to pre-order Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith on Amazon or wherever you buy books. Uh, And then you get access to some free bonus resources only for those who pre-order the book before September 5th, 2023. Those uh, bonuses include a discount on the Enneagram and Emotions video course, a free pack of Enneagram and Emotions resources, an exclusive live Enneagram question and answer with Christy and me uh, webinar, and uh, a free Enneagram and Emotions coaching session. So depending upon how many books you pre-order for uh, yourself and your friends or your small group or your church or a missionary that you want to donate books to, the more uh, books you pre-order, the more bonuses you get. Just go to soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram and you will be encouraged. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 